This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. That kid is back! On the escalator again. Leave it alone. What? Comics. Who are you? I'm Batman. TV and movies. Wrestling. And Music. We are just getting started. Finally, a podcast about things you actually care about. Hosted by a couple of guys who actually care about those things, too. What? Did we just become best friends? Yep. Maybe a little too much. Yes. That's awesome. The talented one, Chris Machete. That no-talent ass clown became famous. And Brenton, you know, that guy from your other favorite podcast. I liked it. I was good at it. So grab onto the handrail and don't let go. This is the Kids on the Escalator podcast. Here's CM and BD. Yeah, what's going on, man? How are you? Hey, I'm doing good, buddy. How are you doing? I'm good. Hanging cool. out in Sweden. This is one of my favorite cities in the whole world, nice. in the world of worlds. This is a great one. It's uh, very Canadian, very hockey friendly. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they got to, I've watched a, a uh, Swedish Elite League game here. The Sedins are from Ooh. here. Matt Sandin from here. Mm-hmm. Boria Salming from here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so many great uh so many great guys. So yeah, that's um, cool. Yeah, I love it here. It's really cool. It's very it's the most Canadian feeling city that I you know in Europe. I think. And apparently, Swedish metal is pretty uh, horrifying as well. That Swedish death metal. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? That's a whole thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's Coolness. crazy. But, uh, yeah, Coolness. it's, it's uh, and it's also boiling hot for once, which I haven't been oh. in a couple of weeks. I've been delayed now. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a whole thing. I'm here because you've been, I you've been living in an airport. I've been living in an airport, man. Living in an airport. <laughs> and right. uh, it never ends. It's funny though because the uh, when I when I tweeted those pics of the airport and the mm-hmm. troubles in the airport, my inbox is all like press, ah. like like the Japan press. Right. It's like we're from this Japanese news agency. We want to mm-hmm. run an article about about Heathrow, and I'm like, go mm-hmm. ahead. Use my picture. Hey, we just mm-hmm. noticed you were stuck in uh, Edinburgh. Can we use your, like, you know. Can they we pay you for your, that? I don't believe they do. But you Tell them whatever. no then. Say no. Give me some, give me a beer anyway. Well, by the time they reach out, it's it's done. It's like the news cycle's done. It's old news. They can send money like that. Yeah. It's old news. So, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it's old news when it comes to that. But it's just crazy. It's you're still in Kingston. You should see the trouble I have going from the upstairs to the downstairs. I was going to say, I think of you every time I'm delayed. Lots of cats in the way. And, you know, I got one. Yeah, you know, one of my cats. Yeah, we got three cats here. One of my cats poops in the bathtub. Like that's, a th- that's his thing or her thing? Her thing. She poops in the bathtub. If I could just get her to move like a exclusively. Foot to the right, yeah, she just poops in the bathtub. It's where she poops. She won't poop anywhere else. But if I could just get her to move a foot to the right, I think we'd be in business because the toilet's right there, right? But no, she poops in the bathtub. I had uh, – yeah, it's funny. When we had our cat, um, 
uh, we made the mistake when we first got them that uh, we didn't have all the stuff yet. We didn't have the the uh, the kitty litter and oh the, geez, that, the shit that's trick. a major mistake. Right well, there, it was huh? like the next day. Like we got it and it was getting it, and I was like, you okay, need that and, the day um, before you get a cat, my friend. It just kind of happened, so it was like, all right, uh, uh, for tonight, we'll you know. We'll uh, let him, you know, go in a shoebox, you know, mm-hmm. and do the whole thing. And from that point on, oh, if, yeah. was, if there's an empty box anywhere in the house, it's yeah. so funny. If there's an empty box anywhere in the <laughs> house, it, no, like, no piss, which is worse than piss. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I know. No, you know it is mean? the worst. So I got and my one. So one cat I got, the boy cat, he, you know, those uh, little trays that you put down for your boots, the plastic ones. From yeah. The, yeah. You know, the snow. I have one cat that will only pee on in that. <laughs> And aren't they crazy? So it sits downstairs in the basement and I go down there and it's full and you, you have to pick it up and, and yeah. dump it into the, you know, the laundry sink, wash it out, set it back down for him. He'll pee in there. If you not, he'll pee on the floor. They're the weirdest things. Oh, man. Um, and I got another cat and she's okay. She's normal. That's Taylor's cat. But that yeah. cat was been here since it was little. The other two cats we've adopted when they were. Yeah. Been you've, you've, you've acquired cats. Saved them. Rescue animals. That's yeah. right. That's right. Busy over there in Kingston, though. Boiling yeah. hot, like over here. Are you saying hi to me? You know what? We have the chat. The, the chat's Rack shit, Ron. A little right bit. Right on. Is, is this going to be one of those ones that tells me off after I say hi? I don't know. Hey, Chris. So somebody that you know. but Okay. Because sometimes they say that, and then they start calling us names. Actually, that's yeah. only happened once. It was I pretty funny. Like they're in other countries, but yeah. Uh, so Obi-Wan is all up, done. And yeah. uh, there's going to be a break now of of said star Wars stuff. I think for a while, I guess the Mandalorian will be next. Yeah. I think, I think the Mandalorian, that's like a November thing for no Mandalorian. So we got a ways to wait. And in that time, the boys, which Hmm. we launched this show with actually. All right. Okay. Yeah. Boy, the first episode we ever did was, well, I think it was us yattering on, but then from there it was like, um, Nice. Oh, stand by. We got a big fan of your guitar tutorials. They're amazing. Oh, oh, thank you, my friend. Well, thank you for taking them. Uh, taking uh, for jumping in there. Yeah, free guitar lessons, right? Good. Hey, buddy. I'm glad that it worked out for you. That's really cool. Keep and I would it, highly right? recommend it, man. I would highly recommend anyone that's learning how to play guitar for the first time. Uh, Chris breaks it down perfectly uh, to even a dumb dumb like me to like try to you know pull out a few chords and and uh, I've been able to pull out a few chords now because of it. So there we go. Um, yeah, party on, brother. Thanks. So, and thanks for watching the show, dude. That's awesome. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, so we, you know, it's, it's uh, so the boys, we kicked it off with the boys, and then they took a break, and then the COVID thing. Uh, this is our 70th episode, which is pretty cool. Wow. Uh, you know, getting there, we're creeping up toward. Yeah, that's all right. And um, the boys are back. And we, I've been watching along, because I've been touring, and I've been able to check it out i got a day off or two but you've been slammed doing commissions doing stuff uh trying to get caught up in obi-wan watching horror movies watching gangster movies you name it uh uh, all that stuff so we haven't had a chance to actually talk about the boys this season yet and Mm. so they've already got what six episodes done so uh we i binged five of them today while i was working on a on a scarlet witch uh, drawing so you know, it's not that it's controversy, but wow, what a cool uh, season this is right now. Um, well, first and foremost, let me get your thoughts on, because uh, you're the boys expert that calls through the, the uh, you know, I've, I've got some boys stuff, but you kind of know where the story's going. Uh, you called, you know, the arrival of Soldier Boy and a few other things that were coming. So what are your first thoughts right now on this season? 
Well, it's really cool. Well, first of all, I want to point out, um, as we were discussing last time, this is it's it's uh, this is created by a famous comic book artist, Garth Innes. Now, you're going to notice that the, that the boys. If I, it's funny because there's people that I've talked to who are just uh, experiencing the boys for the first time. They're like, "Oh yep. my gosh, this stuff is messed." Yeah, it's like, yeah, now you, so they, they've kind of watched a few episodes of of season three and then backed up. And started watching from the beginning, of course, right? So Garth Innes is the uh, creator of this. And it came from a comic book, directly from a comic book. Um, he is known for flipping the tables on what is the norm in comic books. He's had some really good runs where he's written The Punisher. He's had oh, some yeah. good runs with Batman. He's got a new Batman uh, storyline out right now. If you're a big fan of this kind of storytelling you and you like Batman, wow, you're going to really like the new Batman storyline. So uh, you should go to the comic store and buy it, man. But Garth Innes has always done twisted stuff like this. So when he wrote this, everybody's like, holy cow, like as a, you know, the comic book community, it wasn't as like, whoa, this is, this is some mind blowing stuff. It was just more like, yep, there's Garth Ennis's new twist on superheroes. And what a twist it is. He, it brings the scope of reality into things, which yeah. um, it, it makes it, it obviously makes it more adult. When you think of superheroes being created by the government and run by the government because we all know that the government is very very scummy and as always has been yeah. uh, full of secrets full of control so imagine them having superheroes at their fingertips right so after going through if you haven't seen season one and two i'm not going to bring you up to speed you're gonna have to go back and watch those and sorry for the spoilers but yeah. uh so homelander who's like your your bizarro superman right he's got all the powers of superman basically but he's a bag of douche he just he needs like he he gets uh he gets in there he is he gets an erection when people tell him how great he is that that's 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 what excites him is him being loved and all his his whole motivation is the point ratings online yeah. of how he's being recepted by the the world by people out there whether they're liking his posts or whatever so that's how he basically judges everything. So, and I'd like to point out for the record that he's yeah. uh, that he's the strongest character up until Sto Soldier Boy by design, mm -hmm. but with his actions, he's actually the weakest. Mm -hmm. He just has he's just such a weak little man. Like you know what I mean? He's so he's so like insecure and everything. See, Bat see this is this is another scenario where that if people is like, well, yeah, Batman couldn't beat this guy. Yeah, I bet you could. I bet you could because he would – Lonnie and I were discussing this. My wife, she watches a lot of comic stuff with me and we were discussing some pretty powerful people. It was Scarlet Witch I think from Doctor Strange. He's like, well, how do you beat mm -hmm. her? And it's like, ah, ha, 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 her kids. You know, like it's like you got to – you know, you, you can't go power to power with somebody. Like if you're a little guy going against a big guy, you got to be smart, right? You got to – you know, you stay away, stay away, stay away and then you hopefully you can get in there for the sleeper hold or something, right? Um same with villains. You have to find their weakness and, and his weakness is his vanity, right? Like I bet you Batman could take him out. I bet you Batman could take him out. Um, That's an interesting one. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure I'm, I'm with you on that, but the only reason I say that is because if he is like Superman, right? Well, he knows how to take Superman out, right? I guess so. I, I, I guess so. Yeah. He it's, found it's, a way. And it's not kryptonite, but Batman would find a way. See, this is the thing yeah. about Batman is that he would find a way. And he, he wouldn't sleep until he found a way. Until he found and, a way. And that's, that's such a good thing because yeah. you know what I mean? If you're learning a guitar riff, you stay at it until you get it. Yeah. Or else you're not going to be at the top of your, your you know, your group of guitar players that you hang out there with. Yeah, right? yeah. So, so I think Bat, I personally, that's, that's a good question though. Um, how would Batman beat him? And, you know, the lame answer is he would find a way. But how, no, do you I think how do you think he would beat him? Well, I, I, he would use his vanity against him somehow. 
I don't know how, like, I'm not as smart as, as Batman, obviously. I like, right? the, I like the, the, the soldier boy approach of like how he can suck power out of people. So I think that that's the thing that that obviously he's fearing the most here is he's going to lose that power, but also, you know, he's not number one anymore. And like, you know, he's like, I, I'm the new soldier, but fuck you. But he's like, eh, but I can still I can suck your power out of you. And I think that would be right. The, so, so I got a question. So it's like uh, so as we go on here, like the uh, one thing that was a lot different in this than is in the other ones is that a normal person can become a soup for 24 hours, basically. Yeah. Like those little green vials. Yeah. Um, and so, so did that for you, you know, as a person who doesn't read, you know, five comic books a day, did that, did that bum you out? Um, well, but isn't the, aren't the core of the, isn't the core of the whole thing that they were all, they've all been injected their whole life? Well, I'm like, just saying, but like, like didn't like, like I'm saying the ever the super seasons. So the first yeah. two seasons we had normal do, humans. Yeah. Going against superheroes, and now you got superheroes going against superheroes. So, to me, like I was just because as as a comic reader, it is a it is it, a bit it, of a it, it is a thing. I'm with you on that. Yeah, I, I didn't like that. I didn't like that. It's kind of was like, I don't know. And and then you know to find somebody who can suck the power out of him, it's it's just getting a little obvious in some of these and some of the scenarios that are going on with that. Um, yeah, the, I was the, a little let down. Biggest, by that. So the the biggest criticism. Great. The Pardon biggest me? criticism from this season right now is yeah. people don't like the fact that it's it's echoing kind of what's going on in the world a little bit. Like there's very oh, much right. like a Trumpy yeah. kind of like like right. corporate power thing. But that's in everything. That's in that's in that's uh, just normal. In every, should, yeah, that's just again, normal. Dude. That's in succession. Yeah, that's the, the show succession. That's great. That's religion. Um, I do think that uh, I am with you. I am with you on that whole thing about the um, you know just being able to inject it. Um, but if I they just, have, I just lost the fact of the humans, like you know, the fact that they had no powers of all at all, and these dudes, well, one girl, and they were going to take them all out. How are they going to do this? That and that was the thing that I had, where I was like, okay, storytell. You know what I mean? Let's hear it. So now it just kind of takes a little bit out of it for me. Oh, I lost for a second there. I think so. I'll just keep talking. But I, I think that uh, having that they now that Huey. And and uh, Butcher do have powers though. You can tell how much they like it, which which is another funny angle on that that whole deal that I found. Um, because it, it, you relate it to like having your first getting drunk for the first time. Well, I'm only gonna get drunk once, you know. I gotta get drunk again. <laughs> but it happens, and then they get addicted to it, and they want more and more and more. So my thoughts are they're gonna be stuck ad- addicted to it. But the fact that they have to take him out at this point, take Homelander out at this point, and they've realized all they can do is take the stuff themselves and they tried to find something that killed uh, somebody like him in the past, but instead they didn't. They found the actual, the actual item, the the gentleman there. So that's going to be a big face off coming up soon. Definitely. Definitely. You back there? Yeah, we we were like, uh, we got the, the shitter net from Sweden. So I apologize. I don't know what happened there. You can hear me. Okay. Oh yeah, we're all good. You're back. Yeah, all good. No, I was just saying about the them not having like they're gonna. It's, it's like the the chips are down. It's like okay, we got to take Homelander out now. So there's no other way we can do this other than juice up. And so as I mentioned, they tried to find something to kill him with that they thought killed the other guy, like him. Soldier Boy is his name, right? Yeah. And uh, they couldn't. They found Soldier Boy instead. So they're gonna bring him in. And he's kind of a douchey guy to begin with too. And Mother's Milk uh, doesn't like him. There he is there. 
I wasn't. I, it was funny. I wasn't expecting him to be such a douche, but I. But I'd have to. I'd have to look at that at the comic and sort of see uh, what it's about. Because um, it's funny because there's like a bit of an alliance that they that they they take with Homelander as sort of like, hey, let's we're with you now or so. And then that changes, and then we get into Hero Gasm, and it, it's a whole mess. But um, it's funny because you were you were hyping the 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 hero gasm thing from. The I haven't last... watched that yet. I haven't seen that that's one yet. Seas- that's in episode five. I thought you just watched oh, it's it. Six. Oh, it's six. It's six. Oh, you haven't watched it yet. No, I, you you uh, yeah. You said we we're going to do up to five, so I stopped there. Ah, uh, fuck! I thought it was in in number. Yeah, it's not. It's in number six, but yeah, it's number okay. six. So I haven't watched that yet. <clears throat> okay, there we go. Well. Um, it, but Homelander, so Homelander's off the rails now, though. But the cool thing is, is in the storyline is that off the, well, the, the off the beginning, he was kissing everybody's ass and he's losing his shit, and it's like, man, what? But then he stands up for himself, and everybody likes it. Everybody yeah. in the world's like, yeah, that's it, man. This guy doesn't take any shit. Yeah. So now he's back on top, and he's telling everybody what to do. Oh man, he made uh, the, the fish dude eat. What, what's the fish guy's name again? Yeah, deep. The deep. He made the deep eat, eat. this little octopus, and he's like, man, that's that's Matt. Or Mike or somebody, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. And he's looking at him and he's like, he's, he's asked me not to kill him. He's praying. Oh, that was really sad, man. That was really bad. Well, he's just, I mean, how do you create like an, like just showing, such, such an awful dick. villain, right? He's such he, a, because, you know, the, the one thing is, is he's taken over Vought and he's mm-hmm. clearly hates the position because like part of it is like, whatever, I'm the leader, but then everyone's bringing their shit to him. Right. And he's like, I'm fucking tired of this. And they sit around and guys are coming up to him and complaining. And at one point it's like every single time someone comes up to him to complain about something or give him something, he like listens like, okay, what do you got? What do you tell me what you got? And then fucks them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? He's like, he listens and then he goes, Mm-hmm. sends him off to do something or he's like yes deep you're welcome back into the seven but you got to eat your friend like he's right. just there's just no redeeming quality to him whatsoever no there is not not and then a train too man what a dick and then he gets his and then like oh man so you bring we're bringing the racial uh yeah uh stuff the in ra- here yeah of where one of the hero do you have a clip of it or something or i don't i don't know okay. of that so, one so yeah so uh one of the white heroes is focusing on black neighborhoods because he says that's where all the crime is. Yeah. And uh, there was one scenario where he curb stomped a guy just, and the guy wasn't armed. It wasn't really a bad guy. So uh, a train, the fast dude, uh, also a black dude, he's starting to take this personally. And originally he was very, uh, he wouldn't deal with anything that he felt was above him, like people that lived in Harlem or anything like that. Sure. And now he's starting to take a little bit of a stand. He's starting to feel something because he's losing his power and he's starting to feel a little uh, like, you know, he might be one of them. He might be like somebody's not going to have powers and he's got to start looking out for these people. So they have a confrontation and it becomes really racial in there. That's a, that's going to be a steep one. It looks like a train's really going to lose his shit. And uh, was it the blue, the blue falcon or the blue hawk or something that he was that blue uh, hawk, the white yeah. dude? What's the yeah, who's who's uh, and a uh, really racist? And then the government covers it up, of course, like they would, saying that they were yeah. alt right people or something like that, and they attacked him, and just like just like real life, you know, it's it's it's, it's again, it's such an easy thing. It's not an easy thing to do, but if you create characters who have depth and are really cool and put them in situations like this, it writes, yeah. it, the stuff writes itself. Sure. So now you've got a black superhero um, who, who was just trying, you know, all right, I'm not going to fight you. I don't just come to this neighborhood and apologize to this white hero. So he comes in he loses his shit and he ends up almost, he ends up uh, 
messing everybody up so bad that he hurts uh, A-Train's brother and he can't walk again. Yeah. So we've left it at this point where, you know, A-Train's going to, he's, he's, he's going to be pushed to do something uh, pretty, pretty bad. But again, what would his character do in this situation? What a great, you know, my gosh. So he's already, he's get he's about to get kicked out of, of the group that he's in the superhero group. Yeah. He's losing his powers. You know, he tried to help his neighborhood with, with a bunch of, uh, of uh, his friends and this white guy turns around and just not only yeah. bitch slaps everybody in the room, but lies about it. And the government covers it up, covers his ass up. So naturally this guy's going to do something really cool. The, the, and another cool thing is that he shunned everybody that was a superhero friend. Yeah. So he's totally on his own because Homelander's not going to help him. No. And it's funny because um, I, I know where it goes. I, mm-hmm. I apologize. I thought uh, hero gasm was, was the last episode. I think Hero Gasm was the last episode, but I guess I forgot to tell you to go up to Hero Gasm, so I, I apologize. That's all but right. um That's I thought right. we were I thought we were there. Um mm-hmm. but uh you know I love the fact that everybody in this show has depth like as you're talking about. There's like you're basically connected to every single person on here. I know I don't know if there's anything Mother's Milk is still a little bit of a weird one because um I think they're still developing him out. Yeah. But like Starlight and Huey, that whole thing, and and uh, you know her kind of like, you know this this whole plan of all of them trying to take down Homelander, but like Homelander keeps finding out, like it's yeah. and they keep turning on each other, and then eight, this person rats them out, and then so every single character you're connected to and have some kind of like um, emotional connection to. I think I I, I think that like um, what started with the butcher. It's funny. He seems like the least character now that I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. You know, that's weird because he started as such a strong kind of thing. But to your point about taking the the compound V and talk, taking all that stuff and be kind of becoming a hero, he sort of lost that invincibility that he has as a regular human now. So mm-hmm. now he's not as interesting to me. So to your point, like he's just not quite as interesting to me. Yep. Yeah, well, see, that's what I found too. Because I, I like the setups. Like as I say, like I kind of look at what what what's set up here. What do we got? You know, and we've got humans who have all been damaged by superheroes, and they're like, we're not going to take it anymore. We're going to take you guys yeah. down. So yeah, it, it, it's uh, I I love that. But I guess, but you know, to, to that point though, it's it's like it's like addiction. It's like okay, I think this is the only way I can beat them. I'm going to yeah. try it. Bam! It is holy geez. shit. Do I ever yeah. feel amazing? And then. It's like, well, I'm just going to do this all the time. And um, yeah, I think that's, it's kind of, it's kind of an interesting one when it, it comes to like that. It seems like the natural so. progression of where the story would go, I guess, if you think about it though, right? You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like, like it's, it's not like, like some of the stuff that's, that's way out of left field, you know, that you're like, oh, wow, I didn't see that coming. Kind of saw this coming because how else are they going to take him down? But that's why I was kind of hoping it would be something super creative that I was like, oh my yeah. gosh, that's how they took I did not see that coming. Um, yeah, because they, they at the end of the other season, you know, with the girls and we were talking about girl power and all this stuff and, and all the rest of it. Mm-hmm. But no one could still beat Homelander. They're building him up as this guy, but they're building him up like a Tony Soprano. Tony was hated and liked. So at one side, it was like, you know, everyone was pissed off that Tony, quote unquote, didn't get whacked, you know, and the whole family wasn't taken out in the final episode. And David Chase is like, you've been cheering on this fucking, you know, insane murdering bastard the whole time. And now you want me to kill him off just for your pleasure. Mm -hmm. They're doing the same thing with Homelander. They're making him the most hated and loved character on the show. 
Right. Well, I think it's going to ultimately come down to him with Starlight, I think, unless someone's got to go before the end of the season. I think there's going to be a major, there has to be a major death because well, there should be. there's yeah. just so much tension building. And I thought we were getting that with um, Kamiko. Um, right. You know, because she had her power sucked out of her, but she didn't want them anyway. So there's just mm-hmm. this weird kind of like. Yeah. And then there's build- Maeve, right? Who already seems like she's given up. Right. Maeve is like, you know, a, a bit part this season. Well, it looks like she's yeah. It looks like she's going to be the, the one that's going to sacrifice herself, doesn't it? Like the way the story's going, it's like yeah. she's like you know, screw this, anything to take him down. It's really interesting, and I and I, uh, but I think that you know what I'm seeing on the Homelander side is it's it's. I'm wondering if they're going to take this to the point where actually Soldier Boy becomes the biggest piece of trash, and they're like, wait a minute, he's actually more dangerous than Homelander, and then it all comes back around to actually. Like at the end of season two, when everyone was like, okay, they're all on the same page. They're all getting along. They're putting the past behind them and they're just going to move on. Homelander to me is in this weird phase of like, of like, you like him and you hate him. And if he, if he gets killed, great. But if he, if he survives, great. I don't know. He's still got the whole storyline with his son that we got to get to. There's a whole, Mm -hmm. there's a whole thing there. Yeah. It's very how far like how far do you, do you know the story as far as like Homelander's end? Just a, end actually, just to the uh, hero gasm, and that's as far as I've read in the book. Yeah, really, yeah, interesting. So, yeah, so we're winding up, and then they started other stories and stuff that I have. I didn't really jump. I, I like I've really cut down my my new comic collecting to uh, the ones that I collected when I was a kid. I collect Spider Man, Amazing Spider Man. Yeah, I collect Fantastic Four, Star Wars, Darth Vader. Um. Something else, I guess. Oh, Daredevil, man. Daredevil. Daredevil, Daredevil yeah. Well. Yeah. So I just get the mainstays of those, you know. And if I see something else I like, I, I like to save my money for the older comics. So where did where does Ennis take in the Batman series then? Oh, I haven't read it. I don't know. It's brand new. Oh, okay. it's, it's, yeah, dude. So okay, I, I'll try I, to find it. It'll be interesting for sure. I was in a comic book store today in Stockholm, but it was, everything was in Swedish. Mm, so, that's, that's interesting as well. Which is cool, but it's like, eh, it doesn't help me. No, <laughs> just yeah, uh, yeah no, just so look at the pictures and go for he's it. He's done some rad stuff, dude. He's done yeah. some really cool stuff. So, um, okay, well, what we'll do is, uh, you know, I I'm, I'm, I am at and past the Herogasm, and, um, and uh, <laughs> I can't wait for you to watch it. Yeah. I'll I can't wait to get your opinion, actually, work. about it, because I, uh, you know, you hyped that thing up like crazy, so I'm, I'm very, like, you know, interested to get your take well, on I, it. I, I was wondering how they were going to do it. So we'll see. So was I. And then I was like, huh. Well, how about, how about like that opening? Uh, oh, yeah. Episode. With the guy, wa- guy walking in the wang and a bull. Guy That's goes up his wang greatest. and stuff and then he That's sneezes and funniest pops him, thing like- I've ever seen. Oh, wow. my God. You know, it's funny because I, I hadn't watched it yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Dean had made a comment saying, hey, has anyone watched, you know, on Twitter, has anyone watched the, the boys yet? holy shit or something and i was thinking that they maybe had kicked the season off with hero gasm mm. right because i was like maybe they kicked the whole thing off and that's how they're all getting together and it's a whole thing but no you don't get that till episode six so yeah. and they did such a hype on it like for a week straight they're like mm-hmm. hero gasm's coming like, yeah. what the hell is that mm-hmm. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. well see how, how with, with the, maybe the comic book was crazy it's nuts man you know, it's funny. And what's really funny right now is there's some great funny behind the scenes footage. Um, Aaron Moriarty, who, who plays um, Starlight. Mm-hmm. Uh, and how about that story where he like makes her his girlfriend? That's pretty Oh, funny. man, just rotten. Oh, he's just they're just pulling out all the rotten stops with him. Yeah, he's just and she's just got to suck it up. Right. Um, but she, her Instagram page, I started following on Instagram. It's really funny because she's got all that behind the scenes shit from Hero Gas. <laughs> 
Oh, <laughs> and, wow. And they're just like having a blast, like, you know, just fucking around with each other. So it's pretty funny. So cool. Do yourselves a favor, get dive in uh, all as far as you can on uh, on the boys. If you haven't, it's uh, it's fabulous. They've renewed it for season four, so there's lots mm-hmm. of space coming and lots mm-hmm. of things coming. Uh, preview for you. I don't, I've got a. I do have a preview of what's coming up this week. If you want me to play it, or do you want me to wait? No, I want to wait. Okay. So, um, but uh, on the flip side to that, so I have two things, and I guess you haven't seen mm-hmm. them. Um, and uh, so I'll just I'll leave it for you for now. But it's, it's pretty funny. Uh, well, this is that's not ru- the song isn't ruining anything. The no, song, no, the song the song is kind of funny. Watch this. this is, he does a parody of um, when everyone was like they do a parody of like when everyone was like uh, we are the worlding over COVID and and gun violence and like all the things that they did last year with Gal Gadot and all them and everyone made fun of them. So they're doing it here and they got a bunch of celebrities and and uh, check it out. Imagine there's no heaven It's easy if you try No hell below us Above us only sky Imagine all the people Living for today You may say I'm a dreamer but I'm not the only one. I hope someday you'll join us. <laughs> That's great. And they're just making fun of, you know, the top is a serious one, the bottom and there's all the jokes. Yeah. That, I was, I, another point, I was, they showed how Black Noir got looking all, I guess, the Black Noir, he didn't yeah. he want to show his face. And the yeah. guy says, all right, we'll take your helmet off. And he gets his face and he's looking yeah. at his helmet like, damn it. Damn it. Yeah. Story writing, man. Wow. There's so much to unpack in this thing. Uh, and I don't know how they, they look through it and try to decide what they're doing, but it's crazy. Um, all right. So we named this show Kids on the Escalator podcast after Mall Rats. And we got an announcement from Kevin Smith today. Check it out. It's me, Kevin Smith, and guess what? The Clerks 3 trailer is coming in one week. That's right. Seven days. The countdown has begun. Clerks 3, the trailer drops July 6, 2022. Be there. Cool. Now, I am stoked for Clerks 3, let me tell you, man. I think it's going to be cool. Um, um, it's such a perfect, perfectly timed, I think, just given everything that's going on. And I really want one of those, you know, all the universes that are colliding in Marvel and Star Wars and all the rest of it. Why wouldn't Kevin have Clerks collide everything now? Sounds great. You know? I think I'm it's going to be for it. Yeah. I think it's going to be rad, dude. I think they're, uh, I hope they don't, you know, I thought after clerks two, they were going to wrap it up. They did. They tied a nice little bow on it, but uh, mm-hmm. this is going to be interesting to see what they kind of do here with this one. Yeah. Well then they, what did that Jay and sound Bob try and stop the reboot? Uh, that was since two or as well. Right. Oh yeah. Jay and sound Bob reboot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was pretty funny. I actually yeah, watched, yeah. I, I, I watched, I, I'm a morning guy with movies. It's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. So I watched it in the morning one time and I was like, pretty good it's pretty good at first his daughter was kind of i don't know man there's something about her i just couldn't get behind her it was i don't know bad acting yeah okay he said yeah i don't know man it was just like uh, yeah Yeah, she's like she's she's kevin's emily van camp (laughs) but you know maybe she got better i'm not sure i don't know i hope so who knows so So anyways uh that's trailers coming out next week so that'd be cool to uh dive into what that's gonna look like so Pretty stoked mm-hmm. on that. Clerks 3 coming out. 
um, I don't know when it's it's he's kind of releasing it in like 19 theaters. And then okay. I think it's going to go to streaming. Now, speaking of streaming, did you end up watching Doctor Strange? We never got to that yet. Yeah, I did. I watched it the other morning. I really liked it a lot. Okay, wow. let's go. F- if you don't know what's going on in any of the Marvel Universe, man, you're going to be lost. Yeah. Right off the bat, man. The Holy same, smokes. man. I was like, um, yeah, I was like. Uh, I knew everything was going on myself, but like I, there was a point where I had to say to my wife, right, you know what? I'm sorry, but you got to stop asking me questions because. I'm watching the movie because she was just like, what? Why is this? And who's that? And what happened there? And why? Why, why is he dead? Like, but it, it's like, there's so much stuff that throw uh, homage to uh, Dr. Strange in the movie, which was really cool. I loved it. I, I loved the you whole movie. You loved it. Interesting, man. Very I loved the interesting. whole movie. I thought it was great. We got to see so many little Easter eggs from the Marvel Universe. It was just ridiculous. What did man. you love about it? Because uh, uh, Rami did it like the zombie kind of approach to it. You I know, which was, was scary. It? I thought that yeah, they, oh, had a bit of see, a... I'm a big fan of of Scarlet Witch as well. I think she's a fantastic character. If they, like yeah, we haven't even really seen her her, her real uh, origin. I don't think. I think they're messing around a bit there. The thing, other thing, I like it. So here's the, the one thing that I when I talk to people about this movie, they're like, oh well, you know, Scarlet Witch. You know, she's she, all of a sudden she's this powerful and she's taking on everybody. Nobody can stop her. Yeah. Like, dude, this nobody's getting this point. She's a mutant and a, and a witch and a, a sorcerer. This, so this is your evidence. This is your first real mutant in in like, you know, showing their powers and, and, and showing how strong they can be. In the comic books, she whispers, no more mutants. And she gets rid of like what, like 98% of the mutants on Earth, right? She is so powerful. It's crazy because she has the power of Doctor Strange basically. But yeah. she's a mutant on top of that. So it's just it, n- nobody knows how powerful she could be. Uh, and the interesting thing that I'm waiting for, too, is Magneto always comes in in the comic books, swoops in and, and oh, daughter, when she's at her lowest. Yeah. Cause ca- catastrophe. It's, it's brilliant. Again, it's Magneto. It's a, his character. He has to operate the way he has to operate in the society that he's been, that he's been thrown into. So you got your uh, you got your wish with Rich, Richard Reed, too. Dude, well, that whole uh, Reed Richards thing, the, the whole Illuminati thing with Professor Everybody Xavier when they played that, the 95-96 animated theme song when he came rolling in was brilliant. Yeah. Just so brilliant. I thought Peggy Carter as the first Avenger was great. I thought she was, I thought she did a great job, you know, with everything she was doing. She got split in half, man. It was gruesome. It was so, and the way she snuck up behind uh, Professor Xavier, snapped his head. She finds the one weak guy in the whole Sorcerer uh, Supreme yeah. Clan. Run! Oh my gosh! Like I, I like Doctor Strange, but I love Scarlet Witch. I think she's a brilliant, brilliant character. And the fact that they didn't say the reason she is so powerful is because she's a mutant. The, they didn't. They let everybody bitch and complain and chomp at the bit until they're, they're, they're straightened out by somebody in the know. Right. But it's so funny. I, I, so many people I've seen and, and talked to, Oh, she, when, when it's Scarlet, which becomes so powerful. Well, she got the dark hold book, dude. And plus she's a mutant. <laughs> oh, right. Right. I forgot she was a mutant. Yeah. Yeah. So she's already got powers to start with. Holy shit, man. Great. character. I, uh, I, I gotta watch it again because I, mm-hmm. I was having, a, I had a hard time, but I only because I wasn't a Doctor Strange guy. But I just thought there was so much going on 
that I, I need to wrap my head around it again, just, you know, out of respect yeah. for the situation. But I, I had to just wrap my head around it again and kind of be like, all right, let me dive in. Cause there was, as I said, I, 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 I didn't like that, that sidekick character that he has, uh, you know, the one guy. America Chavez. Yeah. Like the, you know, where they go to the Island. So I, I just don't, um, I just wasn't, I wasn't feeling that. And, and there was a bit of like stuff off the beginning and I'm like, Oh my God, like, I was just having a hard time. I was having a hard time with it, but uh, it got cool and, and visually it was there, but I, I got to watch it again. And it, like, I mean, if you, if you say it's great, I got to watch it again with those I eyes. Love, I just and, love and Scarlet those, Witch. I, yeah, yeah. She was, she was, a, and I, so a lot of times I do kind of go towards the villain. You know, I'm not yeah. cheering for the villain, but I just, yeah. I like the villain. <laughs> Excuse me. Now, another one, a uh, female villain in the Marvel universe that I thought was fantastic was, uh, Hela, Helena, Hela, uh, the goddess of death in Thor uh, Ragnarok there, Thor three. I have, that was well, Kate Blanchett. Oh, Kate Blanchett. Yeah. Thor's yeah, sister, yeah. right? Yeah. Lady death. Oh man. She was fantastic. And the way they, just the motions of, with the animation on top of her, dude, it was just, she was great. If her and, and Scarlet Witch teamed up, man, holy crap. There's a new, great. there's a new, um, there's a new, uh, Thor obviously coming that we yeah. talked about. So. Yeah, I oh man, it's, it's gonna. I'm sure it's gonna be good, but that trailer is not. I don't like the trailer at all. You don't like the Guns and Roses, and you don't no, like no, the. That's, uh, I, yeah, as soon no. as that song played, too, it's just like a mind nail right into my head. Sweet child of mine, come on. Please. Well, you got to get the hockey players from the pub out, right? <laughs> I'm surprised anybody still likes that song, man. I like. I wince yeah. when I hear that song now. Well, you know, I, uh, I, but that, that looks rough to me and we'll see, we'll see. We're supposed to have Gore the God butcher like in there and he mm. is like so dark and evil and the commercials are all fluffy and, and bright. So we'll see, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But Dr. Strange thought was great because of Scarlet, Scarlet Scarlet Witch, Witch, Wanda, Scarlet, Scarlet Wanda. Wanda is such a great character. And again, the actress, she's doing an amazing job playing her. Just like, like she's definitely best, the best of the Olsons. She's definitely the best of the Olsons. Is it though? Yeah. Uh, All right. So check out Dr. Strange based on Chris's recommendation and look at it through his eyes. Cause I thought it was great. I tried to watch Spider-Man again. I tried to watch Spider-Man again. I got a half hour in and I just had to watch like anything else. I know. I just, I, you know what? When they were trying to all get in, into college and they wouldn't get into college because nobody liked them anymore, I got that far. And I just was like, oh, I can't do this. I can't do this. It's just getting it's getting a little much. It's not so, for my age group at all, buddy. Yeah. Like, not there's not even enough of it for my age group anymore to keep me entertained. On the other hand, the new Amazing Spider-Man comic book is being drawn by John Romita Jr., who has been around forever. Great eighties comic. He's a classic. His dad was iconic with spider-man and it's a new uh the new storylines great i just read it last night the first four issues and oh my god it's so so good it's a lot more adult you bought them you bought them and read them or you like uh yeah like, i've had them like i, I usually yeah, wait yeah. till i have a few issues together and then i read them so i'm not reading one going, oh my god what happens next yeah, i like to know yeah, yeah. so I'll, I'll get like five plus i get busy you know what i mean yeah. um but yeah so i read five of them last night and got caught up there which was really good you've been binging do the boys do that watch dr strange look at that shit Ah. Uh, did you get any time to watch the uh, that hockey there? Did no, you watch I predicted it was going to happen. I didn't need to watch it, did I? Yeah, there we go. Let's look at this for our Toronto Maple Leaf fans <laughs> out there. It's going to be Nazem Gadri who comes back from the broken thumb for the biggest goal of his life and now the biggest moment of his hockey career. 
Chris, just the ninth player in all the history of the NHL to score an overtime winner in his first Stanley Cup final game. No bigger goal and no better moment for Nazem Kadri. Wow, that was awesome. The feels. That a boy, Naz. And he just sold his condo. He's not coming back. Well, and not to mention his post show. I don't know if you caught the post show, but post show, he was like, anyone who doesn't think that I've, uh, or anyone who thinks that I'm a liability in the playoffs can kiss my ass. He said that. uh, Yeah, it was great. So it was kind of like, because they were like, what do you think of the people of Toronto? You know, what do you say to the people of Toronto that have supported your journey and blah, blah, blah? And he's like, yeah, you know, yeah. Who's who? Who are they? He says. Well, yeah, oh, you mean what? Chris? Right, Chris Machete. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. that guy's great. Man, what a team! Holy shit. Yep. Maybe the Leafs will get that goalie next year, huh? Uh, I don't know. I, There's I, lots I, of rooms. They just signed Lilgren. Lilgren? Yeah, they just signed Lilgren. Yeah, and they're gonna. I heard they're tra- they're talking about Gibson from Anaheim, but I'm not sure that's. Oh, the that's fix. yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah I'm not yeah, sure yeah. that's the fix. But um, when you look at that Colorado team, hey, listen, in Tampa. I mean, well, Tampa was tough, man. Absolutely. That was fast. overtime. I mean, that was that was uh, that was two one in Game Six. That could have, you know, if they would have won that overtime game instead of Colorado, we'd still be playing. Right. So it's it's really just nickels and dimes, really, that got them, you know. But anyways, that Colorado team. I mean, Never McKinnon, really good, Nathan McKinnon, what a goddamn. Yeah, it was good to player. see him get a, get the cup as well, huh? There's a lot of stories on that team. Mm-hmm. You know, Cogliano, who's played forever and then mm-hmm. came in and and, uh, and Makar and, you know, Bone Byram, who, who's a defenseman on that team. He played for the Vancouver Giants uh, nice. just up the street from my house for like four wow. years. And I uh, got to see him play in just in an arena full of like 2000 people, like, you know, mm-hmm. a bunch of times. And he wins the cup. Yeah, <laughs> like, good for him. You know, and, 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 and McKinnon and those guys are like. You know, you rookies just getting in here and winning it for the first time. We've been going after that. That's the thing that just cracks me up. These guys that win yeah. it in your first year. Corey Perry, three years in a row on the on the Stanley Cup final, and he doesn't take it home. I mean, I got to think that's it for me. Uh, well, the, the joke going around going around afterwards is that Corey Perry signs with the avalanche. <laughs> you know what I mean? Man. Yeah, I know, right? He's like one, he's like one year behind every time. That's but think hilarious. about all the teams in the playoffs and how they did. Like, you know, um, despite the fact that Edmonton got out and Calgary got out, I mean, people are saying, you know, Calgary could win it all next year. They're that close. So yeah. it's very interesting, you know, going into next season, what's going to go on. Uh, mm-hmm. It's funny. No one's predicting Toronto to win the cup next year. No, again. <laughs> no. It's so weird. You know, like I, that I team think, is so close. Yeah. You know what, dude? I think I don't think that uh, Harry Potter there. What's his name? Dubas is the guy. I, I just. Well, he's got Shanahan. He must be Shanahan. Must be consulting. So it's got to be. The I whole think thing. Shanahan's got his hands full with a lot of other stuff. And yeah, but and he's he, not gonna. I don't think Shanahan's gonna let him. Like he's gonna be like, okay, kid, do what you got to do. But I gotta think that there's final stamp in some capacity. Like he well, can't just blow the team up without Shanahan's. No, no, no. I'm not suggesting blow the team up at all, at all. But I'm saying like, okay, you take whole. And take uh, Nylander and and uh, well, obviously the backup goalie there. I just give him away. But yeah. you take Hole and get a Nylander and get something. Get get a mean defenseman. Get like get that piece. You know what I mean? Like, uh, there's lots of pieces that are needed that are variables that you need for that playoffs. You need you know you need a really good goalie. Yeah. Or you need a team that can supplement 
a good goalie. You know, like you either get the the amazing, amazing goalie in a team and a defense that isn't that great, or you get a solid goalie yeah. and you get the defense in front of them. That's so. Nylander and and Hole, I would think would fetch something. <laughs> I, I think you know, well, we're like, going to find out in a couple of days. I think they would fetch something good. Free agency so if, kicks off in a couple of days. Yeah, the draft is coming up in a couple of days. So you know, I think we're going to get some answers here pretty soon. Yeah. Well, see if they turn around and get somebody like PK Saban, I'm going to be like so disappointed, man. Like it's uh, like even if you get they get him for a big deal, I think the experimentation of getting an older guy in there. Okay, that's that's uh, Spezza was great, but that's that's it. Let's 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 get a young fourth line in there, man. Let's start getting some guys in there who have the desire to uh, prove themselves. Yeah, they got some feel good guys between Thornton and Spezza and those guys. <sighs> that's, but that's it's enough. Like- and that was great. But that let's move on, guys. Let's get let's start getting the younglings up there and getting them enough games so they get confidence, so they can start mm-hmm. to light the fires to everybody else. Um, they don't need Matthews can lead the team now they got Tavares he can lead the team Marner should be able to help lead the team geez uh, uh what do they got on defense there they got Riley they got uh oh geez they got Giordano now like they don't need any elders like and, uh, Spencer was great though don't get me wrong mm-hmm. it's time to 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 get the youth up there a bit um and as I said you got to get rid of Nylander you have to there's nobody else that anybody's going to want any yeah yeah it's it's going to be an interesting offseason for all the teams. Um, well, all the teams. I wonder, too, is what kind of relationship I wonder does Dubas have with everybody else? Do they think he's a dick or do they like working with him? Because, you know, that's come into play when teams are like, I don't like that fucking bad. Well, when you listen teams to. teams just don't deal with each other. I love these stories like of Sackick right now. And I know you love Joe Sackick. Um, like, One of my favorite all-time players. Yeah, absolutely. So listening to the players talk about him. Like I don't listen to spit and chicklets very much. The, the podcast, uh, but every now and again, they got some guys on that, you know, I just like to listen to like mm-hmm. hockey players and, and they're all talking about Sackick was like, you know, uh, Eric Johnson, the kid that they, you know, he was almost ready to retire. He was like, you know, injuries, blah, blah, blah. And Sackick called him and was like, if you got anything left, I need you. Yeah. And he was ready to retire. Yeah. And then he signed and then he won a cup. And wow. there's guys that are like, talking about how Sackick was like, you know, uh, just all, you know, has such a great relationship with all these guys and, you know, mm-hmm. he would, you know, you know, he would. So I, I, yeah, I think there's a lot to do with, with that because um, there's the GMs that don't, that don't do anything. And then I think right. there's the other side of the, the guys will go to, go to war for them. And uh, yeah. yeah, it's very interesting. So anyways, mm-hmm. congrats to the Avs, congrats to Kadri yeah. and, go, uh, and there you go. So, uh, all right. Well, we're at 46. We'll get out. Um, That's good. 15 minutes to get out of the house for a minute, and then I can come back and get back to work. That's right. Get to get back to work on uh, issue number four of this. Yeah, thing. I'm, do, I'm just finishing off something in the other room there. I think I get the computer room now. Lonnie's yeah. finishing up. A, I'm doing the cover for issue four. Wicked. I'm just coloring it. I think I have it right here. Jeez, I don't know how to work anything in here. Nope. <laughs> I don't well, know what she did with it. <laughs> guys, make sure you follow uh, Machete Comics, Chris Machete, on um, on uh, on all the places that you find him. You'll find uh, uh, his guitar lessons, like our, our yeah, on go YouTube on to YouTube, yeah. go on YouTube, uh, and uh, Rakshid Rohan. Thanks for for listening and watching and and taking guitar lessons from Chris. Very cool. Yeah, Anyone looking to um, get guitar lessons? This guy right here. Do it, do it, do it. Online. Go to YouTube and do it. Don't call me. <laughs> Don't call him. But he's got some great stuff up for, for the basics of basics people like Free myself. stuff online, my friends. But if you do want a commission, 
There you go. I should go on at some point here once I get some spare time. Um, that's Machete Comics. You know, Machete Comics, you can buy lots of the artwork, my friends. Uh, we're getting close to the end of the season, uh, and that is going to entail uh, it came from the basement. And so we are. Oh, I'm all ready. Did you see that post very, I put up, buddy? I did see oh, that I am post. ready. We're going to have ourselves a jolly good time. I get home July the 17th, and then I think. Um, you know, we could probably look at wrapping it that following week and, uh, that's going to be, it came from the basement. So I'm thinking we're going to be probably about a couple of weeks away from that. We got a few more things to cover off. There's more boys to talk about and uh, the show and, <laughs> and then there's, um, you know, uh, we're going to try to get some guests on. We got some people we haven't had in, in a little while. I, I talked to Chris from uh, Hape Reed and he's ready to come on. And, um, cool. our old friend Cone is looking at making a, an appearance here pretty Great. soon. As soon as he Let's gets always- office. Fun to talk to rock stars about toys and movies and pop yeah. culture. Uh, okay, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. I am Brent from the Brent Tour Podcast. Tune in weekly. You can check us. That's Chris Machete over there. We are the Kids on the Escalator Podcast. Thanks to our friends at DeanBundell.com for hosting us and having us in all the things. Uh, tune, check them out in about 45 minutes because they're going to play their, their day uh, talking to Doug Gilmore and Joe Carter and everybody today. Uh, they had a big day out at the golf course. So uh, awesome. check that out. That's going to be a good one. So thanks, everybody. Good times. Red dudes. All right. Thanks, man. Cheers. I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people, he, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. Had, oh, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all had. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know? And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast, heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from jeffwoodsradio.com. Hi, I'm Mercedes Nickel, four-time Winter Olympian and host of Dropping In, a podcast with Mercedes. This is a podcast where I interview a bunch of different people. I get the good, the bad, and the ugly, as well as I share my stories along the way. Now you can drop in at droppingin.com or subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. I'll see you soon.